This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. Well, good morning, everyone. Glad to see you here today. No, lots of people are still visiting with family and friends and relaxing the enjoying the holiday but we're here this holy day amen i love this time of year uh especially the seven days that are betwixt and between christmas uh and new year's day so this is the last sunday of 2021 and you're not in the same place uh here right now that you were when 2021 had begun isn't that true not if you followed the Lord, uh, you know, and not if you, you know, following, going the other way. Because uh, there's only two uh, things that can happen. Things get better under the blessing. Things get worse under the curse. And it's very, very simple. You know, it's just uh, a matter of choice. And that's the truth. Now, um, so on every uh, um, last Sunday, we... Uh, we talk about, we begin to talk about uh, uh, 2022. Today we're going to title this a Roadmap for 2022. Now, for those of you that are here, you're going to, uh, you're going to get it, uh, uh, the first course. Those of you that are not, you know, there are to-go boxes in the back, and you can, you'll, you'll go ahead and, you know, it might be just as good warmed over. Uh, but I want to say... Uh, a couple of things before we, uh, you know, before we get uh, started, get down in the in the scripture, you know, um, and the title was very purposeful in this is simply you don't we only need a map if we are planning on going someplace we've never been before. Need a map for the journey to going where we've never been before. You really don't need a map uh, if you're planning to stay where you are and where you've always been. So you can decide uh, today whether this has any relevance uh, for your life. I, I believe that when you hang out with God, and when we're being led by the Spirit of God, that Jesus told the truth. He said he is, his mission is to reveal to you things that are to come. Amen. If you hang out with God, you know, it's his nature. And it can be, it can be a conundrum for us and, and confusing for us sometimes. Because the God that will speak the end from the beginning and then we have to seek him over the details. So all we're talking about today uh, is uh, a roadmap in 2022 is the three main uh, routes that we'll be taking. If you've ever looked at a journey uh, that's, uh, you know, a distance from here. And in the Bible, it always references, it says three days journey. Well, we're talking about 365 days uh, from now where we headed to a greater position and a greater condition. Uh, in our life, either either on the God side or on the Godless side. 
more God or less God where that is concerned. Because life moves, it moves in both directions. There's a wide road headed this way. There's a narrow road headed that way. We choose which one. Uh, we walk on. And, you know, uh, 2022 uh, will be full of choices, but it'll also be full of consequences of those choices. But the three main, main routes, you know, if, uh, for instance, if uh, here in Alabama I decide to visit family in New York and uh, Vermont, New England, uh, you know, uh, in, I, would, I would have to get on uh, some main routes uh, uh, between here and there. I don't want to take all the back secondary roads and wander around and waste a lot of, uh, uh, of time trying to figure that out. Uh, there's, a, there's a main road uh, for each direction, you know, and you would go up uh, and catch, you know, 280 on up to Birmingham. Then we're going to go side, slide sideways on 59 up into 20 up into uh, Tennessee, and then we'll catch 81 when we get way, way up on there next to the Canadian border. We'll catch 11 on over into, uh, uh, on over into towards uh, Vermont from New York. You know, three main roads. I mean, that's what you're aiming for. You need to at least have a general direction. Isn't that true? Maybe a general sense of, uh, uh, you know, it, it, it doesn't do to get in the car you know, in a long journey and say, well, you know, where, uh, uh, where, are, we, where are we headed? Well, you know, uh, we'll just, you know, que sera, sera. I mean, whatever happens, happens. I mean, we'll just see where we wind up. Well, <laughs> you know, uh, you might wind up nowhere's but nowhere at all, right back, right in the same vicinity, you know. So we need a map for going where we've never been before. I and mean, if you know that 2022, for the most part, is unknown. Even when the Lord tells us certain things, you need to understand that if he speaks the end from the beginning, between here and there is unknown. The only way to traverse that is trust, just trust in God. Lean not to your own understanding. Those two statements go together, Proverbs third chapter Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. So we interchange those things, see? You can't, you can't be trusting in the Lord with all of your heart and trying to figure it all out with your own understanding. My, my eyes are going to and fro finding anybody that this might land on them and find some good ground. But in all of our ways, we could say this in every one of our days of 2022, let's acknowledge God. That he will direct our path. He'll make our path straight. He'll be the one that directs our paths. You know, he'll give us general directions in speaking the end from the beginning, but the, the details are down in the daily doings of our lives. I just helped you right there now. It help you to help you to keep it steady, hold it steady. You know, there's something to be held, to be said for. Uh, I believe maturity is learning how to hold it steady under pressure. You know, one of the qualities of God' faithfulness is He's able to hold it steady under pressure. None of these things move Him. 
he move when he wants to move. And at the exact right moments, there's the movements. <clears throat> All right. Well, I hope you brought your uh, little sack because a lot of gold stuff being thrown out there today. You can unwrap it when you get home. Three main routes, Isaiah 61, the chapter, James the fourth chapter, and Matthew the sixth chapter. Three main routes, three witnesses. Isaiah 61, James the fourth, and Matthew the sixth. We're going to pull some things out of, some signposts out of those chapters, but uh, for future reference, for future reference, you know, I, have a, I used to drive a, a truck, a flatbed truck, an 18-wheeler, and uh, uh, it's really before the, you know, the voice that comes out of the box and the little maps and stuff like that. We had a trucker's map, which is a big, thick volume, and you would, uh, you, each state was dedicated a page, sometimes two pages, the north and the south or the east and the west, depending on, on how the state was shaped, that had all the routes on it, all of the routes, all you know, all the secondary roads, the main highways, the interstate uh, highways, and, uh, and you would reference those. So, you know, uh, you can, uh, you know, um, you're going to be referencing three states, if you will, three states of affairs, so to speak. We're going to be, you're going to need, uh, uh, this journey includes three of those, uh, Isaiah 61, James the fourth, Matthew the sixth. And there are signposts, like, a, you know, when we come into Alabama, it says, welcome to sweet home Alabama. Welcome to Tennessee. Welcome to New York. Welcome to California. You have these main things that let you know you're now entering into this territory. Amen. So we're, so we're going to look at three signs out of these chapters. So these chapters now, remember there's a lot of territory to be, sights to be seen, experiences to be had, uh, a God to be known within these. That we don't have time to, we can't unpack all of those things today. We're, we just got to uh, hit the main points. Everybody say the main points. And the three signposts that will let us know that we're on the uh, right route. Isaiah 61, um, it says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me and because he has anointed me and qualified me to preach. One, uh, the the I'm reading out of the Amplified, but the voice translation says to announce. So I want to say today that, you know, this is, this is not, I don't take this lightly. I don't, I, you, you may just think it's just, you know, we're going to be entertained uh, today, um, you know, or it's just a, something that we do. But, you know, I, I take this very, very seriously. First of all, for myself, I need to, there's some things I need to know. And if in 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 seeking God, remember He speaks the end from the beginning, and He never changes. He also has sent us the Spirit of God that will tell us things to to come. Now, I, I trust, I know this that He's been speaking about twenty twenty two a long time here in twenty twenty one. So you're, you know, this is this isn't uh, going to be unless you just haven't paid any attention at all this this may come as a surprise to some of you but you know for the most part if you're being led by the spirit of god it's just going to confirm some things it's going to fit it will fit into uh certain uh 
you know, certain things. Sometimes he just hands out a brochure, you know, of sight to be seen, and, you know, you discover, well, where is that? You know, maybe this will help. Where is that? Isaiah 61, uh, um, James 4, or Matthew 6. So, anyway, I'm, and when I say I'm anointed, I've heard this from God's Spirit. If, if for nobody else but for me, I'm completely satisfied uh, that uh, I've heard from God in this, you know. Now, you know, I'm not the kind of preacher that wants to get up here and say, you know, well, I think God said this, I think God said that. I, You know, we're not guessing at this stuff. I've done a lot of guessing in my life. Ask me how that's worked out for me. Huh? You think we're going the right direction? Well, I guess. I, you know. <laughs> no. We need to know, don't we? Do you think Jesus knows where he's going? Do you think the Holy Spirit, whom Jesus promised, would help us to take of the things that are his? Do you, if he knows where he's going, do you think the Holy Ghost has uh, been sent to help us to know too? Are you, are you listening? Isn't that a good thing? You have the Spirit of God, right? If you don't, first of all, we need, you need to get saved. You need to become a child of God. Then the gracious gift of the presence of God, God's greatest present to us, the gift from the greatest gift uh, of all, Jesus, the extravagant, extraordinary gift of Jesus, he said, I'm going to give you the promise of the Father. This is, yeah, this is I'm going to double gift you the presence of God. The Holy Spirit. He'll be with you and will be in you. Now I know there's some folks that, you know, just think they got all there is to get. But, you know. Lord, Lord, I might want to re-examine my position. Consider my condition. You know, where the Holy Spirit is concerned. Are you hearing? So, he said this. And there's, there's a lot in this it's a powerful, powerful uh, portion of Scripture. No wonder when Jesus pulled some things out of this thing, they wanted, the religious people wanted to kill him over this. Because what he was, it wasn't the, the reading of the Scripture, it was when he said, today this Scripture is fulfilled. What he said, this is going into effect right now. I'm talking about what God is doing right now. See, religion will be comfortable with what God had done. They're also very, you know, comfortable, somewhat confused about what God's going to do. You know, but do not say, you know, let's not get over. It makes me very uncomfortable when you talk about what God's doing right now. You know, the Word of God, um, it confronts and challenges us in order to change us before we experience the comfort of that change. The Word confronts us. It challenges us to change position and condition. And when we move with God, say and we allow God his uh, space by his grace, then, you know, well, we are comforted. 
I mean, greatly comforted out of that. A lot of people just, you know, they, uh, you know, they, they only want the comfort. See, the Holy Spirit is the comforter, right? Yeah, but he's going to first confront and challenge us in order to change us. He's the helper to change. You ought to write that down because that's kind of like the recipe, you know. I mean, we're not making flatbread here. You need to put a little yeast in it. The kingdom. We'll put a, put a little kingdom in it. You know, the word will confront us. Not in a mean way. God just, God love in his loving kindness, he, he speaks the truth and love to us. And when you get in the light, you know, have you ever, have you ever noticed, you know, like this morning I was going to put a shirt, went to dry cleaners, all that, Sand has said, have you have a, you, you got a white shirt? I went, and I said, yes, yeah, in the plastic, in the dry clean bag, brought it out, and she brings it back out, and she says, yeah, but, you know, it's got a dark discoloration around where your little fuzzy neck is. Wasn't hard to recognize that it had a, it had a, a stain on it. Are you listening? You get it out in the closet, it looked good, but you pulled it out in the light, and you know, uh, it's supposed to be a pure white shirt, and all of it was, except it had this stain right there. Well, you know, I mean, you could get by with that, but you know, you know, you could pretend, you know, like the emperor with no clothes. You remember that story, you know? Oh, yeah, everybody got in on it till some little fellow went along and said, the boy's naked. <laughs> Anybody seen what I'm saying? He ain't got no clothes on. Hush, hush now. You know, the perfect pretense went poof when the truth is told. Amen. You know, religion is the perfect pretense, isn't it? And that was the word. I'll tell you, that's what really, really, uh, you know, got under the skin of Jesus. Not in a bad way, but to a place that's like, you know, that's intolerable because the perfect pretense, when the truth comes, you know, he see people with their true colors. People can fool people, but folks can't fool God. And they won't fool you if you have the Holy Spirit. And when folks show you who they are, believe them. Believe that they can change. Amen. And most of the time, if you'll pray, let the Holy Spirit confront them and challenge them. Love them. Leave them like they are. Are you listening? Don't try to be junior Holy Ghost where people are concerned. Just love people, but pray the Holy Spirit will help them to. Amen. Recognize, boy, that collar's got a ring around it. Ring around the collar. Should you shout and holler? Shall to get it out. Anyway, moving along. I digress. I'm anointed to announce, and Jesus said this. Uh, this really capped the, uh, uh, the thing I've read, verse number two. He said, to proclaim or to announce the acceptable year of the Lord, the year of his favor. 2022 will be the year of God's favor. It will be a Genesis year, and it will be... In the Passion Bible, it says it this way. I'm anointed to announce a new season of God's grace. The voice, Bible says, the season of the eternal's favor. You know, God 
works in, as we know from one year that he has a cycle of the seasons. We also know that God has a seven-year cycle. We also know that God has a 49-year cycle. And the 50th Jubilee year, which was what Jesus was speaking uh, of here, uh, was the Genesis year of a brand new cycle of yearly seasons and within each year the cycle of the seasons, sowing, growing, and reaping. We don't have time to go any further than that. But the season of the eternal's favor. The words grace and favor in 2022, when you read these things in your Bible, uh, you can reference those interchangeably. Also tied to the blessing. The blessing provides or brings uh, favor. The blessing is the empowerment to prosper. The favor is the opportunities to employ that. Favor, open doors, so to speak, openings from God. So the bless, say the blessing, say the blessing, brings favor. Favor brings good success, and good success makes God look very good and attractive. <laughs> you should write that down too. Anyway, uh, in twenty twenty two. Uh, will be new for you and for me. New for you in 2022 is an initiating year, the start of a new season. I also want to tell you this. There are many different ways to say the same thing, and God will say the same thing many different ways throughout 2022, but it will be a year, not business as usual. Not business as usual. If you're if you're wise, you can reference that in the scriptures and run that out, and and uh, you'll find a vein there. It won't. It's not just a nugget; it's a vein. Psalms one forty seven verse eleven says, "The Lord favors those who fear and worship Him with awe inspired reverence and obedience. Those who wait for His mercy and loving kindness." Psalms one twenty eight verse one says, "Blessed." Happy and sheltered by God's favor is everyone who fears the Lord and worships him with obedience. See, it's not business as usual just claiming that we worship God without obeying God. If we love God, we'll obey God. That's not a law-giving thing. That's just as simple. That's the spirit of the law. Jesus said, if you love me, you'll obey me. And me and my Father will come, and we will make our home with you. I don't know about you, but, you know, uh, uh, I like living with God. I enjoy Sunday morning. Don't misunderstand me. But, you know, boy, it's a long, long way between Sundays for me. I want to do... Every day with God. I want him to come and you know. I mean he there in the morning. Jesus in the morning. Jesus in the noonday. Jesus in the evening. Jesus all day. Every day. Isn't that right? Amen. You know I love Sandy but she's got an uglier time or two. I didn't want to do the day with her. She could say the same for me. Amen. And we're married. I mean, committed. We win together, lose together. But there's some time we ain't going to do it together. Because when we get together, sparks are flying. Not in a good way. 
you know, it's possible that, that, you know, one of the translations of favor means those that God takes pleasure in. He's pleased with. You know, the aim of our life should be that we're, we're here to please God. And boy, I tell you, you make God happy, you're going to be very happy. Yeah. All the women should say yes and amen because if mom ain't happy, we know ain't nobody happy. If Jesus is happy, you're going to be very happy with his happiness. Amen. Uh, Blessed and happy, sheltered by God's favor. The Bible says that favor is a shield around about us, the favor of God. The folks in talk ugly about you to your boss, but you know your boss looks at you and there's the favor of God. He goes, yeah, but I know, I like them. Yeah. Well, why do you like them? I just like them. <laughs> I just like them. Yeah. Amen. All right. Uh, 2022 will be a year of near and dear. Let's look over here at James. The second chapter, I mean the fourth chapter, excuse me. James 4, and we're just going to read from verse number 8. It says, come close to God and he will come close to you. One translation simply says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. What a what an invitation uh, with an expectation that the first of all is my move first. He says, you draw near to God. Show God you want to be around him. Because God wants to be around you. But you know, he doesn't self-invite himself into anyone's situation. He, has, he waits to be asked. The Lord waits to be asked. That's in this chapter, by the way. Like I said, this, this, you can, we'll be able to reference these things. Because we're pulling some, some signposts out here. That would be one of them as well. The first one in Isaiah 60 is... Uh, the, uh, the a year of his favor, Isaiah 61. Here's another signpost for, um, for near and dear. In James uh, 4, in verse, it says, Come, draw near to God, and he'll draw near to you. Recognize, now listen, isn't this interesting? The Amplified Bible says, Recognize that you are sinners and get your soiled hands clean. Realize that you have been disloyal, wavering individuals with divided interests, and purify your hearts of your spiritual adultery. Wow. You know, I found this, you start hanging out with God, he tell you the whole truth, nothing but the truth. Now, lovingly, of course, but it's like, I'm, you know, I mean, even this last week, I was thinking back some of the things over my life, and I thought, oh, such pride, arrogance. You know, we have a superior message, but are you listening? And I believe that. The message of Jesus is superior to any other. Uh, the message of the word of faith is superior to any other message that's out there, you know. Uh, you know, but without love, it ain't nothing. The superior message doesn't make us superior. <laughs> he said, realize that you are sinners and get your soul hands clean. Realize that you have been disloyal, wavering. See, well, I haven't been disloyal. Have you ever wavered in your loyalties? Well, I'll tell you what now, God. You know, uh, if uh, uh, if this don't work out, I've got a, I've got a few aces up my sleeve. 
I mean, I can still do this and still do that. You know, you get a little older, you realize, you know, no, you really, you don't have the strength for that anymore. Now, when you run out of your strength is when you find out you now have to enter into God's strength by faith. Use up anyway. Wavering individual with divided interests. Has any other interest in your life of other things you know, challenge sometimes, you know, is God get equal, t- equal time with your other interests? What's more? Who's more on your mind? I need to move along. It says to purify your hearts through spiritual adultery. You know, it's easy to purify our hearts. It's just simply saying, you know, Lord, I really, you know, I really just want to please you. It's not hard for me to acknowledge that I've wavered, I've been wrong, I've sinned, I've missed the mark in some things. You know, uh, I don't love, my motives haven't been pure all the time. Are you hearing? As you draw near to God, be deeply penitent and grieve, even weep over your disorder. Now, this is not some, you know, I've seen folks come to the altar. I've come to the altar, you know, just cry, 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 because you get caught. Crying, crying, cry some more. Weep deeply penitent. Is I don't want the consequences, God. Is there any way that you can change it? And you know, now listen. He's after all, he's God. Can't he do anything? Well, you know, there's some things he can't do. He ain't going to override your will. And he won't always let you off the hook of your consequences. If we get more uh, out of the consequences as first change is concerned. Isn't that right? You know, my daddy used to tell me, you know, give me certain instructions. And when I, I, it wasn't that I didn't hear him. It wasn't that I wasn't intent on doing it. But when I ended up not doing it, he told me that for about the 10th time. Boy, look out for 11 because I'm going to get adjusted (laughs) lovingly. He didn't have to speak no more. He would say, I told you. Now I'm going to show you. I'm going to make an imprint, a palm. That place, it was placed there by God. You have extra padding, so it's okay. You'll be all right. But you're going to get it right. Ask me how I know. I've been adjusted. By my earthly father, how much more by my heavenly father? And you know, uh, you know, I thank God there sometimes I would have rather that God, you know, just, you know, thump the rump, so to speak. But boy, that heart would go, oh, Lord, have mercy. Deep down inside, you know. You know, I didn't realize how, how deeply rooted sometimes the fall is in our life where you know all these years it's like you know claiming God as our source but really you know uh, well if God don't come through we just have to do don't we or ways of looking in the world system to meet our need which is totally without God oh God be tacked on. Bless me while I go do it the world's way rather than letting God be your source. Just say, if it don't come from God, I'll just do without it. Moving forward. See, the new car isn't going isn't to satisfy or give you peace. It'll rust out. Or the house, or the, you know, or that relationship, this or that. You know, I mean, God is the, 
is the one. He's the source. Amen. Period. And that'll deepen and deepen and deepen where our roots are concerned. The only thing about wintertime is nothing's not growing. Life is still happening. It's just underground where you can't see it. Getting ready for another time. Deeper roots for greater fruits. It says, as you, grow, as you draw near to God, be deeply, deeply penitent and grieve. Even weep over your disloyalty. Let your laughter be turned to grief and your mirth to dejection and heartfelt shame on your sins. Humble yourselves, feeling very insignificant in the presence of God. And he will exalt you. He will lift you up and make your life significant. Now, you're not insignificant to God. See? But taking the stance of, you know, Lord, you know, you're God, I'm not. You're the the only one that can change, really change anything and make things right. I'm not. I don't have that ability, that capacity. You know, I don't. You see the end. I can't. That's not hard when, you know, when you give up having to be God. I'm so glad Sandy gave up having to be God. I'll tell you what. Now that girl. Now she made a pretty good one and had a good run at it for a long time. Amen. Gets an A plus for effort. But I'll tell you what. Now boy, what. Now the peace that came in her life. You know. uh, And in our home when both of us decided that God would have to be God for our children. God would have to be God for our grandchildren. God would have to be God for us. He would have to be God for the church because we could not be God. We couldn't be the sole source for everyone's problem. We could not be the, the only answer, the only one that, that could pray. The, oh, come on now. I'm going to get way over here. I couldn't be the only one that, unless the pastor prayed for me, see. No, we couldn't be the only one. It would be Jesus would be the only one. And anyone that knows him can pray a prayer of faith in him and his ability and Jesus will do what he said he will. Are you listening? That we could be the only minister in the church that our job was to prepare the the ministers for the works of the ministry. That God's just going to be too big in these last days to contain himself to one superstar somewhere on a Sunday morning. He's going to be moving in the midst of his people in and through them to a world. He's going to light this thing up, understand? With a people. Hallelujah. That's good news for me. Because... I'm just an ordinary, but I know an extraordinary God. I'm okay with being ordinary because when something extraordinary happens, we could be like Peter said, I don't know why you're looking at me. I didn't really believe nothing. Honest, all I did was God said, pray this or lay your hands on that or just look, up, look, look at them and say, you think I did that? That was Jesus. Oh, for people prepared for those kinds of things because they're coming. He's coming. I like a church sign on the way down to uh, the farm. It said, uh, uh, it said, normal is not coming back, but Jesus is. Oh my God. Thank God for my Baptist friends. I don't know where they got that, but it was the Holy Ghost. The sign in James 4, draw near to God, he'll draw near to you. Move your heart 
This is the Pashba. Move your heart closer and closer to God. And he will move closer to you. But the first move is ours. Matthew, the sixth chapter. We'll go back there and this will be the final one. It'll be a year of sorting and settling. And we're going to look at some things uh, here. And uh, a, a side note here. that This whole chapter, the first part of this chapter, deals with uh, really a, a separation of doing things God's way. Talks about giving. It says when you give. When you fast, when you pray. So in, uh, we always start the year, each year we start the year. And this being, a, I believe, a special, set-aside, significant year 2022. Trust me when I say that. You know, it's special to God. And if we, and if we won't treat it as business as usual. You know, Sandra and I were looking out the uh, window um, and talk, I don't know what brought it up, something, but I declared, and she agreed with me. I said, I'm telling you, in 2022, this time next year, I said, you, me, that church, this home, that farm, nothing will look like it does right now. Not one thing will look like it looks like right now. We are headed to a greater position and condition. We'll follow God. Agreed. Pinky promise, we forgot that, didn't we? But, you know, it ain't, ain't any good if, if the pinky on the hand, if your words don't mean nothing. Amen. No, it's not business as usual. God, I'm going to. God says, no. I, I don't want, I, I want obedience. The blessing is the blessing swings on the hinges. That door swings on, on the hinges of obedience. If you, want, if, you want, if you want to live under the open heaven of God's poured out blessing, you know, go read Malachi, the third chapter. Oh, there you go. Now that Old Testament. Well, you know, Jesus came to fulfill that. There's, the New Testament is full of him as our high priest fulfilling that thing. Over in, over in Hebrews it says, Him as our high priest is able to save us to the uttermost as we come to Him in that way. What's he talking about? The same way that the first priest, Matthias, came to Abram and Abram, before the law, gave him a tithe of everything. Put him in a position to put him in a position where the Lord appeared to him and said, He goes, I am your exceedingly great reward. The reward of your obedience, your trust in me, your declaration of covenant partnership with me is I'm going to bless you, boy. Well, I don't have no kid. You know, that's what you promised me. He said, he said get out here and look at what I'm about to show you. He said, you look up there at those stars in heaven. You look out there at that sand on that seashore because they were on vacation. You know, Sarah had gotten a little cranky. So they had to go to the beach. You don't believe that. But how you look up at the stars and the sand at the same time? You at the beach, bro. Mama mad. Are you listening? How'd she get that way? I thought you told me God said we were going to have a kid. We ain't got no kid. So when God appears to Abraham, Abraham, you know God will answer you before you call on him. He know when you're out of sorts, when you're ugly, 
when mom was mad? Are you listening? Are you hearing? They were in separate tents. That's their tent over there. You need to go talk to her, God, because she ain't talking to me. She said, I thought you said God said. Ask me how I know. I thought you said God said. So God shows up and he says, Abraham, I'm your exceedingly great reward. Abraham goes, reward? Got a mad woman? No kid. (laughs) You promised. Now I got nothing. He said, get on out here. You at the beach? Let's take advantage of this. Look up there. Look out there. Stars of heaven, sand on the seashore. I'm telling you, I'm not just going to give you one kid. I'm going to do exceedingly abundantly above all you could ever ask or think or hope for. By the time I get done, you can't count how much I've piled on top of your life. Now you stay believing me, boy. All you got to do is get one here. You just believe me for your little one. You don't know what's on the other end, how much God is going to multiply your life by. You just need, he needs you to be victorious by faith right now in what he has called you to believe him for. Don't settle for anything less. Don't look around and say, no, it's going to have to be a substitute. It's going to have to be a servant. No, God said, no, it won't be that way. It's going to be my way. I told you, son, out of your own lines, I'm going to do this. Your own body dead, but I'm the God that makes the dead look again. Your own, your own world, serve whom never has help, but I'm a God who can take something and make, can take nothing and make something out of it. I'm going to do a thing, and by the time I get done, I'll get the glory for it. Why do you make me holler at you like that? Wake you up out of your depression. Amen. Some of you, I tell you, struggling with the stirring, but the stirring's from God. The stirring's from God. To bring an offering to Him, stirring's in your heart from God. Yeah, yeah. Hallelujah. And the struggle is the devil trying to keep you in a comfortable place, retreat to a comfortable place. Oh, you ought to get your faith out and dust it off. He 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 is he is put he has put you in silence and you got to say a thing. You got to pray a thing and say a thing. You got to pray and hear what God's saying, then you got to say it. Confess it to possess it. You got to say it to see it. Oh, I'm preaching real good right now. Then God left off of teaching and run over on into preaching. So we start the year, the 21-day fast, a Daniel-type fast, where we uh, give, we pray, for, and, and, and we fast in front of God. We do it on January 2nd because we must honor tradition. You know, uh, even it, the Lord said it's okay. He winked at black-eyed peas and cornbread on uh, January the 1st, so you'll have, quote, good luck all year. I mean, if you, you might need the luck. I don't know. <laughs> Aren't you glad we're blessed in the country? City folks are going, what are you talking about? I thought we were eating sushi. Uh, no, no, see, you're missing the whole point. Come to the country, they'll tell you, black-eyed peas and cornbread, you know, means things shall go well with you. 
I'm sure it goes a lot deeper than that. I never have run that out. But anyway, you know, in order not to upset them, like Jesus said, we don't want to upset them. Start on the second. (laughs) You mean, Pastor, God told you to fast on January the 1st of 21 days and we're going to miss black-eyed peas and cornbread? If it were good enough for Grandma, it going to be good enough for me. And I'm telling you what, I think I might just move my letter somewhere where they understand that. <laughs> don't, don't move your letter. Jesus understands, so do we. So we started on the second. No, I'm telling you, that's the whole reason. Some of you wonder, why we do it on the second? Well, that's the whole reason why. We don't want to upset them. That's unnecessary. Get you in strife before you ever get started. I mean, get you fighting mad. You don't want to spit and hit somebody. Are you listening? Amen. Well, duly noted, Pastor. You ain't going to... I'll tell you what now. You're going to have to prove yourself the rest of the year because you done crossed the line, son. We started this church with a with the fellowship, and I didn't take fried chicken and one fella. He's not here anymore, but, you know, I guess I'd tell you something, too. He looked at me, he said, well, what kind of a pastor are you? <laughs> what kind of a preacher are you? You don't eat fried chicken. Well, I eat it, you know, I just didn't want it today. <laughs> yeah, I had one strike against me, and it went downhill from there. Uh, <laughs> So anyway, we invite you to join us. And listen, this year we'll, we'll have some more details for you. This day. We invite anyone that wants to join us. Yeah, it's just a time of, of seeking God first. First. Before all and above all. And the 21 days, like Daniel, it's a Daniel type fast, a pleasant bread. We won't go into all the details. But it's a, he, Daniel set himself to understand. And there were some significant uh, things that that allowed God to set into motion. But this year we're going to do it different from the standpoint. Let the first seven days it be about you as an individual. God's plans and purposes for your life. His will and His way for your life. The second seven days let it be about us, the church. Your natural family but also your spiritual family, the church. Advancing going forward. God's will for other people. And the, seven, uh, the last seven days, it would be about them. Uh, the community, friends, and uh, the community uh, at large. And I'll tell you, in this church, our community stretches into the nations of this world. Amen. We plant a church nearly every month in the nations of this world. The good news is going... Is going uh, and we have opportunities uh, uh, opening in other nations in uh, 2022. Not less, more. Great thing. Amen. So everybody say, uh, say, uh, say you, us, and them. That'll kind of be the breakdown where that's concerned. Amen. Of that. But anyway, down here in uh, uh, Matthew the 6th chapter, I want to just read from the Amplified Bible, 24th verse. It says, No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will stand by and be devoted to the one and despise and be against the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Some translations say money, but mammon means this deceitful riches, money, possessions, or whatever else is trusted in. Whatever, mammon is anything that is trusted in, you know, uh, more than God. 
that that's our master. Are you getting this? It says you can't serve two masters. So the year 2022 will be a year of sorting and settling out. Sort and sell. Choose who and what you will serve. Who will be your master? And what will you serve? It says, therefore, he goes in verse 25. Therefore, I tell you, stop being perpetually uneasy, anxious, and worried about your life. And he goes and lists, you know, what we eat, what we wear, just the natural things in life, the natural things that we have to function. And he goes, it's not that we don't have to do those things or have to have those things. He said, but laboring under that constant, that perpetual uneasiness, too much concern, overly concerned, overly consumed with natural things versus he's really juxtaposing natural things and spiritual things. He goes on to say and and gives all of these different examples and evidences uh, of, uh, of how that system and that life works in the world laboring under the curse where you have to meet your own need apart from God. To the blessing where he said, verse 33, but seek, aim at, and strive for first of all. Everyone say first of all. His kingdom and his righteousness, his way of doing and being right, and then all these things taken together. What, what's all the things? The kingdom and the natural things will be taken together with the spiritual things. The spiritual things and the natural things will be taken together and be given to you. Besides, so do not worry, be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will have worries and anxieties of its own sufficient for each day's own trouble. I'm telling you there's going to be trouble in the world. I don't have to be a prophet to say that. Jesus said that. In this world you have trouble. Now if you want evidence of that, turn the TV on. Just turn it on. Normal's not coming back. Jesus is. And, and I'll tell you, you know, we're either going to be trusting God and God is our source. And I invite you, if you're not trusting God, God is not your source. You know, there's an open door, open invitation. You know, at any time, you can change your mind. If you change your mind, let God change your heart. He'll change your life. It's that simple. See? It's a very simple prayer, but it really, you know... Uh, has to work through the complexity of, you know, being dominated by fear, all of the training that we've received, you know, uh, you know, in this world and the world's order. But, you know, you can't flirt with the world and its ways, you know, and be married to God. It's a commitment to do life together with God. And when you're ready for that, it's as simple as saying, Jesus, I'm ready, come into my heart. Save me. I take you at your word. And I'll follow you. And Jesus will take you at, at your word. And if you mean it, I'm telling you, the change will happen from this moment on. You have been, you have been translated. You, there's a change of position and condition from the inside out. And congratulations if you made that decision. 
You know, nobody needs to send you, a, a, you know, confirmation. The confirmation is by the Spirit of God in your heart. The Lord, the Spirit of God's telling you the, the truth, you know. Now we are the children of God. All I know is that I meant it, and I believe God meant it. And boy, I'll tell you what, there's a miracle for you. And we'll help you any way that we can. Amen. If you're waiting for the invitation, you just got it. Just take it and take it by faith. And we'll help you any way that we can. Let me finish this up here. Which brings us to this. Well, what about the when? The Bible says, seek ye first. Seek first. Let me ask you this about, you know, your good intentions towards God. I'm going to read this scripture, though, out of the Passion Bible. Same verses of scripture. Matthew the sixth chapter. The signpost here would be this as sorting and settling. You cannot serve two masters. You gotta have to get that sorted out and settled. Which one's gonna be first? Which one is first now, but which one is gonna be first in twenty twenty two? Well he gives us good instruction there, doesn't he? It says this in the uh, Passion Bible. So above all, constantly chase after the realm of God's kingdom. Constantly chase after the realm of God's kingdom and the righteousness that proceeds from him. Then all these less important things will be given to you abundantly. So there are some things that are more important and there are some things that are less important. And when you get the priorities straight, here comes prosperity. <clears throat> you know, one of the works of a pastor uh, is this. It's not to whip you into a froth and a foam of inspiration. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want, he maketh me to lie down. It's good when, you know, when people have eaten, when cows eat they, and sheep, they, they lay down, they start chewing their cud. They ruminate what they've already taken in. That's what's happening right now in this house. I, I'm going to accept my role as, a, as a, a, a good husbandman or shepherd, if you will, or herdsman, and that, you know, my first job is to feed you, make you, is to bring you into green pastures where there's plenty of good stuff to eat. Amen. And there's nothing more satisfying and fulfilling when you, when you sense by the Holy Spirit that, that, you know, folks just lie down and say, you know what, I believe that's the truth. Gets quiet, and folks are just listening, taking it in. You get your belly full, you're going to ruminate on this. Amen. And now, listen, you can come back to Isaiah 61, James 4th, and Matthew the 6th chapter. You know, you just rotate these pastures, it's good for year round grazing. There'll be plenty every time the gate opens. Amen. And you can, isn't it good to just kind of come to a place where you can, you know, in a world that's just rushing, shoving and pushing and under the gun and on the run and not going anywhere at all. Isn't it good to be able to just find a place in God, a home, at home with Him, amen, where you know, listen, He's my shepherd. 
It's his staff and his rod. They comfort me. You know why? Because he's going to take care of me. He's going to provide for me and he's going to protect me. Amen. And he'll tell me the truth. You know, there's sometimes like a, you know, I mean, you know, I keep a watchful eye on things. Anyone, anyone and anything that's under uh, my, my charge. I'm charged, you know, to uh, watch over you spiritually. You know, from the great shepherd of the sheep. It's an honor and a privilege. But you know, every once in a while, some folks get wormy. You know, most of the time with natural sheep, they graze too close. They need to be, they, they, they need to move on, you know. You know, you can get to grazing too close just thinking only about yourself. What makes you happy? Instead of thinking about God and others. You can get grazed too close trying to be blessed when what it is, God says, well, the key is, is that, you know, your cup is full. The problem is you ain't got a big enough cup. Why don't you try to be a blessing? Why don't you make the aim of your life to be more of a blessing? And then I can bless you more. Oh, I'm telling you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for telling us such things and speaking from your heart to our heart today and loving us enough to tell us these kinds of truth. Boy, just, you know, you know, folks will, uh, folks will, you have a good man, go, boy, that, I remember since that, he used to go, he'd rub that old belly, he'd go, boy, that hit the spot. There's a spot, isn't there? Amen. And the Lord will hit that spot, won't he? You go, man, that's good. I need to, I can chew on that for a while. Well, if not now, then when? He said this, refuse to worry. I shared with Ron and Kelly the other day, Sandy and I were with them. Had some time. Did you have some time together with your brothers and sisters? Make some time to have some time together with brothers and sisters. Build some relationships. and Work on those relationships. Amen? Are you hearing? Make some time. Take some time. You'll have some time in 2022 for what really matters. What really matters to God? People. And what really matters to us, the people of your life, the people for your life. Uh, I told Ron, I said, I got up early one morning and, and before I could get my coffee, I mean, I hadn't even turned the light on to my office at the house uh, uh, there. And I heard this, you know, sometimes the Lord will speak to you when he know you'll hear him because all the chatter hasn't started yet. Your mind ain't even on. Anybody ever wake up with their mind ain't on? Look at your neighbor. See, you might want to turn on right now. I can tell you somewhere else. Turn that. No, that'd be that's. I'm being facetious. I'm just, you know. Anyhow, the Lord said, "Bury the bury." You know, the Lord speaks uh, uh, in prose and poetic prose. You know, and uh, he can he can talk Alabama. He said, "Bury the worry." Bury. You know, bury, bury the worry, bury it. Up north they say bury, you know, like blackberry, blueberry, raspberry, bury. Down south they go bury. You mean like furry, worry, curry, bury. You know what it is, bury it. Put it where it belongs. It's not supposed to be part of your life. That was part of your old life, the old man. 
it should be dead to you. I refuse to worry. That's what he says. Refuse to worry about tomorrow. But deal with each challenge that comes your way one day at a time. I can't live one day at a time. You kidding me? I mean, I've got my life scheduled out for the next 12 years. I've thought about it a lot. There you go now, see. You know, the Lord's already thought it all out. He's got it all planned out. And he said, but I'm going to give it to you one day at a time. So why are you fretting and fooling with it? If you need to know, I'll tell you. Well, what you going to be doing 10 years from now? I'm going to be found doing the last thing that he told me tomorrow. Like I'm doing today. The Lord don't change his mind as much as folks say that he do. I'm with you, Pastor. I'm with you all of the way. <laughs> and, and they never come back. Not even the second time. Oh, this is just what I'm looking for. Praise the Lord. Amen. Doors open. We'll be here. We were here 15 years ago. We're here now. We'll be here till the Lord, you know, uh, till the Lord tarries or they fire us, one or the other. Amen. Amen. But if they fire us, the Lord's not done with us. If you quit me, the Lord ain't going to quit me. Amen. Because I'm not going to quit him. Hallelujah. You know, you get free from all that stuff. Well, I'm afraid something might happen. Oh, something's going to happen, honey. Something's going to happen. I'm afraid folks are, oh, folks going to, don't worry about that. The Bible promises that. <laughs> Amen. But why worry about it? Isn't that right? I don't go to bed at night thinking, is that woman going to wake up grumpy tomorrow? Oh, I better look over her. No, look at her smiling little face. Amen. She gets her hair fixed up. She's happy. She gets coffee in bed. She's even happier, aren't you? And see what I'm saying? I'll tell you what. Now, there's no way she's going to wake up grumpy. Look at this hunk of chunk of burning love. You think, why would you wake up unhappy? Amen. I told her one day. I said, you ought to be glad I ain't out there running a bunch of women coming home drunk at night. She said, you would not ever come in this house drunk running women. I can tell you that right now. I would have be done with you. Well, thank you for popping my little balloon. I thought I was really doing something, you know what I'm saying? I said, you ought to be thankful. You know, you got a good one here, and it's kind of like, you know, don't even think. I remember one time, I'm telling you how to stay married and happy here. Don't worry about it. And one time we were riding up, the, I could take you to the spot. We were right by, it used to be 76 station on the road to, uh, out of Wetumpka, 111, Route 111, headed up to Slap Out. We lived way up in B14. And we were listening to James Dobson, and they were having a program where there was this abused woman on there. And she was talking about how her husband had abused her. And you know, it was serious. We were listening to the thing. And I mean, all of a sudden, that little woman next to me in that Barracuda car rose up. And she goes, you don't even think about it. I said, think about what? 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 Think about what? She goes, think about beating me. I said, I'm not there. I have, I swear. The thought never into my mind before you hit me upside the head. I said, what brought that on? She goes, you listen to that right there. Don't you ever even think about it. I'll half kill you. Trust me. I wouldn't think about that. I've never thought about it again. I've been, I've prophesied then from the beginning. Who wants to die that young? <laughs> Did you get anything out of this today? 
And not to worry about me beating that woman, I'll tell you, rest assured, I know sometimes Mama Dot says, you better be good to Pastor Sandy. Trust me, I'm not, Mama Dot, trust me. Amen. You'll know if I've not been good to her. Y'all be doing my funeral here. <laughs> when I get where I'm going, there'll be only happy tears. So don't cry for me down here. You'll know what happened to me if I check out before 120 years. I didn't treat her good and something happened to me. Amen. <laughs> Oh, Lord, I probably would fail preaching school if I went through again because you're not supposed to tell jokes in the middle of a serious thing. <laughs> Use too many scriptures, too. Did you get anything out of this today? Well, if you didn't get nothing else, you know, the, we're going to pass through these territories on our way to where we're going. You know the Lord's going to Make sure that he gets you to where you're going. That's in his heart. Oh, where is that? Closer to him, a better, a greater position and a greater condition uh, than you've ever known before. Just let 22 be 2022. Just, you know, uh, just bring your little blank page journal to him. Let him write the script. Let him show you. Let, let it be full of days of discovery of all the details of His as we wait for His mercy and loving kindness. Because we, we worship Him in awe and respect and we're determined to just simply obey Him. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for our time together today. We thank you that you are a God who doesn't keep us in the dark because you said because we are your friends. You would tell us what you're doing. We don't have to know everything, Lord. We just have to know where you're going and be willing to get in the car with you and let you drive. Lord, I'm not, I'm not planning on going anywhere else but with you. I thank you for family and friends. I thank you for those that have joined us by uh, way uh, of the miracle of media. And I thank you that 2022, Lord, that you've got it all planned out and you know exactly what you're going to do and that we can rest assured that we are so very blessed and we can be at rest. The rest of faith. The rest of faith, Lord, you drive. We'll just... We'll just do whatever you want to do. Go wherever you want to go. For us, it's all about you. And Lord, we're so thankful for you that it's always, always, always been all about us. Show us how to walk in that in the right way in Jesus' name. I declare your blessing over this house. You blessed us today saying some things to us. And I declare out of this we'll be fruitful. We'll, we'll increase and multiply and we'll have dominion and that will all be for your absolute glory, God. We'll give all the glory to you because we'll know it will have been you. What the new for you is, from, is absolutely from you, God. The new for every one of us is for you. Thank you for this new season of grace, this year of favor, this year of sorting and settling. This wonderful year of drawing near, near and dear in Jesus' name.
Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.